0: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes I can't get to work. Uh, Joel's here. Hey, he's on the phone. Hello, how you doing? I'm really well, thanks, Mark. I've been up for ages. What have you been being being productive? I've been, you know, working, doing stuff. Have you? This morning? Yeah. Are you in bed? No, I had to get up. Yeah. You made me get up. How long? How long would you have stayed in bed? How? I'll go back to bed. I think after this. <laughs> Listener, just for your information, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. No, it's not. Sorry, everybody, if you like to listen to this on your way to work or, or something, because we we just didn't get time yesterday, did we, Joe? We didn't, sadly. I, I was, was on in the, the Wirral. Were you? Yeah. What were you doing up there? Podcast stuff. Sadly, podcast stuff. Probably always. That's all I do. Probably more important podcast stuff. If it's yeah, a- well, paid. It was paid. Wow, well, let's not go into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I was in Glastonbury on the on that damn road. Oh, very it's, nice. It's lovely, lovely. Didn't get back till late, so saws about that, everybody. But it's a, it's it's one to it's worth it, worth the wait. Um, so what do we normally do now, Joel? Uh, last comedy week, news? Oh, comedy. I forgot. Oh, comedy news. Hashtag Arooga. What What's the comedy news? Is this uh, your little I section? Saw if, if no one, Ruffles sh- you, oh, I Oh, I don't like how you interrupt. I'm assuming it's because of the phone, but we keep interrupting each other. Start that again. Do you want to do your... You go. Go on, Joel. Okay. I don't want... Comedy. I, I, I did that. <laughs> I hope that didn't sound... <laughs> I was going to say, I hope that didn't sound like I was being rude. I, I'm not... I just... I. I don't know how Comedy or- news! Oh. <laughs> comedy news! Go on, Joe, it's your section. I saw Susie Ruffles' show last night at Soho Theatre. Oh, you didn't tell me you were doing that. How was I that? Know. Fun little surprise. Is uh, that news? It was... Pardon? Is that news? Did you find something out? Well, not really news, more comedy reviews. Oh, it's a review. Oh, I hope it's good. Great show. Ah, there we go. Good. Really good bit about pigeons that really good made me laugh. Good bit about pigeons. It's about time someone took it to the pigeons. I had a joke about a pigeon that I dropped once. So, I mean, technically I was doing it probably before Susie Ruffle. Oh, interesting. A bit of Ruffling off, the Feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Ruffling some feathers. Um I I was talking about racing pigeons I won. Good. I was in an aeroplane <laughs> or something it's good. it's good it was better than that was it? yeah yeah God. that's yeah. it comedy yeah. reviews you laugh before the punchline because if you race pigeons you can win without actually physically racing them because mm. yours beat the other people's you never yeah. race pigeons Joe. you done anything about it do you? was, was Susie's it bit n- about racing pigeons? it wasn't no uh, if you race pigeons you're a pigeon fancier aren't you? Mm. <laughs> that's so rubbish today it's phil Nico. Awuga i can't shout too loud because my flatmate i think is still in bed what um, what are you doing that flat oh well, I, I don't i'm not in charge of my flatmate i don't know what she's doing but I I, I I get back late, Joel, so it means I can get up late. That's allowed. I had I've only wow. had seven hours sleep, that's not enough, is it? You went to bed at three o'clock up, in the morning. But I got up and what? What time is it now? Not half ten. Oh is it? I thought it was half nine. <laughs> is it half ten? Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> January thought it was half nine. Yeah. Mark, what's <laughs> happening on the podcast today? Please, I've got all this. Feel it's Nico, it's yeah, right, oh, Let's just do God. it. Phil nickel. Phil nickel. Enjoy. Hashtag And I write jokes that are, you know, on the on the edge. Yeah. But I'd be interested to know what you think of this. Like, so, so for me, if I, if I know it's a good joke, I really want to do it, even if it makes people a bit weird yeah but i also want every one of my jokes to smash but wait
1: a minute what what makes you feel weird about it is that because you think B- there'll because be
2: a- the that i don't i want them to laugh at everything yeah and some jokes like even if it's not offensive in the slightest but in the setup there's a word that makes them uncomfortable sometimes yeah. they just won't laugh yeah now for me as a professional i want to do get a, the best response constantly yes so some so i might stop doing a joke that i like yes because it doesn't get the reaction it need. i i need from the audience even though i think it's it's a perfectly fine joke to yes. do yes
1: defend it's defendable if you take it apart
2: yeah it's totally defendable but i still want to i want to smash every gig i do so yeah.
1: i don't want to risk it, it's a tough one i find with that well yeah i mean the, the like the whole stock and trade of corking the juice pigs was to be to be the the guys that give you the Dark thrill of laughing at something you're not supposed to. Yeah. Oddly, you're allowed to do that in drama, mm. or in action movies. You have no problem watching right. people have their heads cut off by uh, some crazy swordsman person in an Avenger, the Avengers, or the, yeah, the yeah. X Men movies, and people bleeding gore. You have no problem with that. But if I make a jo- if I make a joke that has the word rape in it, you go completely off the hook. That's not a funny topic. That's not a topic for humor. You know not just been the cap And also I also do I also I don't have to go Yep If that's what you think Then that's not, not That's your thing Yeah I personally don't think There it is It, it All topics are topics For comedy And I realise it's subjective And yeah. I have my own theories on it But I don't want to offend you So I'm I apologise And I will, mm. I will take that back That's uh, You know that I think that's the state of the art Yeah But if If I So I don't mind losing an audience A little ah, okay. bit Okay yeah, but you've seen my club show is mm. is 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 written to try and just make people laugh hysterically, yes. and 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 I and I will do anything to do it. I'm not even a purist. I'll jump on people's faces. Yeah. I'll <laughs> I'll spit and I'll goober and I swear and I do a lot of dick jokes. And I'm not really like a high end art high art comedian. Yeah, although I think I have other stuff that where people your shows and- it's impen- yeah that's a little impenetrable to. To someone that just wants to come along and have a laugh. Yeah. So I'm making them talk, think about my brother's coma or whatever. Right. Uh, they're both valuable.
2: So, would you say, so, so if, so, if you were doing one of your shows, you're less, you'd compromise less than if you're doing your like your stand up club set, which is designed to make everyone laugh constantly. I don't know, just a just, different style, isn't it? Yeah, I mean yeah.
1: You know, I, I like exploring ideas, but um, I, it's 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 almost like we I I know what you're saying is we we're we're living in a time it's an interesting time for comedy, and I and I'm an older older white privileged dude, right? Mm. So I don't I find it, I have an opinion on it. I find it hard to v- venture that opinion because it's easy to take apart, and there's people sitting there. I think po- poised to go. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Well, and you know, and there's yeah, a, so yeah. much of that going on that it's, uh, in itself is a problem. But I still know that when I make a joke or I quip to a friend that I think is funny, I think, oh fuck, you could never get away with that in front of an audience. We we the line that line has been pushed. The boundaries. Mm. I don't know. I'm trying to use a good. Like the image would be a, a tennis court. We're now in the singles court. Yeah, not yeah The doubles yeah. court. Yeah, that's tram what. That's what. The that's tram what, tram that's, what, that's what it feels like. And you and you have to know as a community. It's your job as a professional to know where that line is. Yeah. If you choose to go over it, you better have chosen to do it on purpose and be able to mm. bring it back or defend it. Yeah, of course. So, so in the case of the Rosie Jones thing, which is people are talking about, mm. I don't think she intended to offend anyone, but that in fact she was sort of making like. That's kind of a joke that's been made before about teenagers yeah. getting fingered. Yeah, uh, seem it's, it's to me that seems totally a, in the and
2: single. I might I'm, I'm I'm think she's old. Uh, she's not like she's underage.
1: No. So, yeah. So it's not a, actually. It's just. Yeah. A, you know, I'd even defend it. it yeah. Well, you can't. It's I guess national television, but even if you are, it's that's almost like saying you you don't think we're not allowed to think that fourteen-year-olds get fingered by because because legally it's not legal yeah but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, let's be honest, they do, and uh, you know we've yeah. all been fourteen, and people that people that didn't weren't in that experience might go, oh, I never did that, but that's yeah, probably yeah. in the minority of people yeah, am yeah, I yeah. not am I right no yeah I mean, yeah mean'm I'm, yeah, I'm on no, I'm I'm thin us. ice here but but, you know, yeah, but, but, it, I, but it's like it's it's, like, pretend, it's like pretending <laughs> that no 12 year old has ever got pregnant It's like well they have, and it does happen, yeah, so yeah. why are you not allowed to make a joke about it? you've got to be a good joke, and i I didn't think that was a bad joke um I think the reaction of the people around her maybe made it seem worse. Uh, I can't. I think I, I haven't seen the footage actually. Yeah, I think I think Sarah Pascoe says something like, "Ooh, I think we should apologize," uh, which is probably correct for Sarah Pascoe yeah, to, yeah. to think that. But at the same time, um, this is a bit of a subfall of this, right? Greg Neal and I have the. He has this wonderful joke he plays on me, where uh, it's something you can do and take this away, mm. right? If you're, it's it's it'll, to get your friend in trouble. So if you mark. Uh, we're saying to to um Sean hey Sean did hey, did you get your haircut it looks really good when you compliment the person I go oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and even if you and even if you mean it yeah, 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 it yeah. makes it look as if you're to go hey I like your shoes oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, because really? it makes you look like you're you're making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect, yeah. right? But, That's great. So, it's a good joke, right? That's it's really funny. funny. Yeah, it's really good. Just you can only really do it close friends because yeah, then, cause yeah, then yeah. they immediately go, no, 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 I meant that, and then oh, yeah, I yeah, need to yeah. do it more. Right. Oh, we right. said that. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, oh, in their face. That's funny. i'm not a i'm not a satirist i i'm just i'm a humorist or a surrealist or i don't know a talented well yeah multi talented you didn't say that like you believed you, you, you this is how you said it. you went Multi-talented, yeah, we all yeah, know, Multi-talented.
2: <laughs> no, you are, you are. Let's, I'm, I'm get, let's West, talk I'm, about
1: some stuff. I'm a West End star,
2: mate. You are a West End star. <laughs> my a, my flatmate's not in, but she she worked at the at the show and she was singing your praises. Oh, really? What? She's in the show? No, no, she worked. So she is an actor, but she's just qualified actor. So she's okay. working front of the house. Oh wow! Okay. In the theatre, right? Um, and then she said she saw the show. Now, because obviously it's a new cast. Yeah, she said your 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 role
1: you were you were best. Oh, hey, I'm the best. It's funny when people say say that because I know I don't think I (laughs) honestly genuinely don't think of things like being the best. Maybe that's I'm not I that competitive streak. It's only like personal competition. But I I, I get uncomfortable because I don't think well. Yeah, you, you thought I was the best. You saw me on a given night doing a certain yeah, thing. And then, yeah, But so, I guess it's the same as comedy. It's all
2: subjective. Yeah. So, so if people, if her way you played it is just how she likes,
1: I guess that is the case. Like, yeah, or just on that particular night, I, me and the other actor had a bit of something going on. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It, but, but also, this has been the whole, my whole existence in comedy is there, we often see people rise to a level of fame and it's not just me, but actually the community at large goes, how did, wait a minute, how did that happen? Yeah. And then as you get older, you realise, well, there's other factors to fame than just how mm. good your jokes are. Yeah, yeah. You know? And mm. the easy, we know loads of great joke writers that you, the average uh, person out there will never hear from mm. unless they listen to your podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but they're also, well, they'll also hear their jokes, but just with other people saying them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Or even they'll hear their jokes and not get them. Yeah, and not realize how what a finely crafted joke it is, mm. you know. And then the, the for well knowing, the, you know, but how you write jokes or or the type of jokes you write is the beauty of writing uh, short form one one liners and two liners is, is you have to really they have to make sense right away. Yes, and so they work or they don't. They they rise or they fall mm. at the end of that beat. The yep. audience laughs or not. Whereas joke routines that have like. You know, or uh, uh, t- spiral off and take in all other stuff. Sometimes audiences don't have attention for it, so right. therefore they, they they get lost and they or, yeah. they're, not, or they're just they're disinterested. Mm. Who knows? That's called the X factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, I guess
2: it's the performance as well. It has mm. to be on point. For it could be a reason why a bit doesn't work if you're cause if you're more performery. Yeah. So it's not just the wording. I guess you have to factor in everything. Like if you're feeling a bit tired one day, or like
1: my favorite example of that is is uh, my. I say my favorite comedian. What having done some of my favorite performance ever is Phil K. Who on a oh, on, wow. on, on, that, yeah. on a good on a good night? You, there's no there's not there's yeah. not many comedians, Kevin Hart included, that could touch him. Mm. But that's not the that's not the, what the two skill sets are going after. One's going after the consistency, yeah. so he can play to ten thousand people in a stadium. So it's perfect and word for word and a bit patronising and the other one yeah. is someone who's just on in their own zone yeah uh, tr- he, Phil wants to make you laugh as much as as mm. Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart as much as Phil but the, how they Phil's much more capable of of not getting the response he yeah. is expecting
2: I saw I, I the first time I gigged with him was two nights in a row in a little gig in, in Brighton and he basically did the same set but you know obviously it's not quite the same set yeah and the contrast one show Died and the other show, I've never seen anyone rip it the same. You're right, and it's. I, I, but I was too inexperienced then to look, be able to look and work, try and work out why. Yeah, like, but it could be the audience. It could be
1: initially the first thing he did they didn't like. Yep, but I don't know. Well, the first, you know, the first thing you do is sets up the whole mm. piece. If you come out and your first joke doesn't work, you get three. You get three chances, I reckon. Yeah, you get like about a minute. Yeah, you get three. I mean, depend. You might maybe mm. quicker for you because you do shorter shorter jokes, but yeah, you get like three tries. Mm. Even in the middle, you could be killed. There are times you'd be in the killing for like, you know, 15 minutes. And you do three things in a row that don't work and they're gone. Yeah, yeah. Because audiences are, that's the whole thing is we get them in onto a, we get them into our, into our system or into our cycle mm-hmm. and we have to keep them there. Yeah. Or if I have to follow, uh, if I have to follow someone who's done like a killer set of one liners, and I go on, I've got to figure out how to manipulate them back into getting yeah, them yeah, into yeah. my what I'm going to do because
2: I do have the opposite because it sometimes it takes them a while to get into the one liner zone where they've got to try and think about the joke and yeah. try and get it. So that can take a good minute or two.
1: But I remember, I, well, or the other thing is what they're expecting. So I remember, I think I was comparing for you. I was on before you, and I thought, and I said to you, look, I do. I've I've got my one-liners, which are kind oh, of a yeah. kind of change of pace for my show. It kind of works as a joke because mm. they're a change of pace. They're, and they're 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 dumb. They're not quite as clever as you. Like they're purposely a bit. I think shit. I know they're a bit. Well, yeah, purposely they're, purposely they're not, a bit I, shit. I don't think they're a bit shit. Well, they are, but they're but they're not. They're yeah, t- they yeah. they're more like I was doing doing like a style thing. Yeah. But the thing is, I think it's set it up by doing some mm. to try and get the audience into That's that of think, a thinking, Thinking, yeah. okay, I'm going to start thinking in short. So if you come on and you do your first joke and they don't get it, they might think it's still part of the setup of the, Yeah, and you're, yeah. And you're thinking, no, that was the joke. And you move yeah. on to the next thing and they're going, I don't get what he's talking mm. about
2: yeah yeah that's why I always address it if that happens just so they know yeah I just have to spell it out sometimes yeah yeah actually. isn't that funny yeah yeah but you do uh, yeah I was going to say because you do write little short well from the sets I've seen you and I think I know the bit you're talking about where it's yeah. just the similar start that you've got I don't really want to give the jokes away but you you do the same style of joke and then there's just another one and another one and another one yeah yeah so like the, the at yeah. it, those ones
1: yeah or a or set up or you set up like one setup. And then, well, originally I I was trying to do this thing where I do one do the one setup like um, uh, it's the uh, the fuck my wife routine, mm. and it's, it's it's one setup is it's I talk about my wife breaking my heart and me writing a joke to get over it. Can I tell you the joke? Get out of the way and move on. They go yeah, and I said why the chicken cross the road to fuck my wife, right? <laughs> and then but then because the, the way it happened on the when I wrote it was actually real, which I talk about my show is the guy I was saying the joke to because I was broken hearted when I said it to a guy. He went he went. That's hilarious. Knock, knock. And i went, like, what? Who's there? Like, Someone to fuck your wife. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> these two guys walking into a bar and they fucked my wife. And then you start realizing, oh, I can, you know, you can start, you, once you set yeah. up a premise. Yeah, yeah. Harry Hill used to do it. He used to set up jokes and have punchlines. So he'd set up like jokes with a punchline you do a joke with a couple of punchlines I, I, I go off and do another joke with a couple of punchlines you do that like three or four times mm. and then at the end of the set he's just basically doing punchlines one after another yeah. and you're because they're so clear you're able to go oh that's the punchline so to the first one. thing then then thing and it's really clever
2: so then so towards it, the end of the show he'd go and my wife went to the doctor yeah or <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. He,
1: but he would just he'd just start doing yeah. yeah he'd start doing so in taking those so I can do set up that fuck my wife routine I can half an hour later I can, I can say you know um, horse walks into a bar. Yeah, horse walks into a bar. And he's like, yeah, what do you mean? Fuck, fuck your wife or whatever. <laughs> the jokes are all any any setup for well, waiter. Where what's this fly doing in my soup? It's fucking your wife. So
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, but I I've never been able
2: to do that with those so much with those kind of. I don't know. I feel like that like your performance will will help those as well. Like I do. Do you know what I mean? Like. The, i don't know what i mean by that but i feel like with my style of my quite paced slow yeah. paced that those they might get a bit i don't know because i'm thinking if you're one with the um take a stab at knife crime and all those your, oh, your yeah. energy when you're doing it adds yeah. so much to those i
1: think i guess so they're also predictable if you i set the premise because it's a true premise of there being and i can't remember it was like um it's, it's, a, the po- it's a poster that says, you know, stamp out bully Oh, that was it, yeah. Stamp yeah. out bullying. And I was like, what? That's got to be a- <laughs> I know it's a joke. That's such a British thing. Because the person, they've, they've, that, they know that's a joke. They must, they can't be. The- and then so that becomes, I'm, going, I'm yeah, then sitting yeah. there going, what else is there? And I, I went home, we wrote. Know, bang, I, used bang, to, bang. I lived with Kerry Marks for 10 years. I don't think, was I living with Kerry when we wrote that? But Kerry Marks and I used to sit there at night and we'd get wasted. And, and we'd just come up with a premise like that. And then we would milk it. Yeah. We just wring it dry and keep and we sit there like sometimes it'd be two of us sitting there for a minute going, Oh I wanna get the next one and and to try and make the other person laugh. So that you'd (laughs) end up with, you know, we, we, I did a section in 2002 called "Wrong Jokes," and wrong jokes are different than bad jokes. Wrong jokes are jokes you only say to your friends in a closed space yeah. because you know they're wrong, yeah. and the the reason they're funny is because the the person that's with you knows they come from a centered place, or that you don't, yeah. that you don't, you you mean you, you, mean you, you know you live the opposite. You know, you yeah. it's not you don't actually find it funny, and they can get pretty dark, mm. but they're not like bad jokes. Bad jokes are just jokes you go everyone goes oh god yeah, those yeah, are yeah, funny yeah. too but especially when you pitch them as bad jokes people yeah. go oh yeah. and when you're doing a set of one liners there's going to be an, any number of those in there because mm. the the way that you have to sculpt one line set is that there's got, you can't have every single joke if you put all your bankers in a line the one, some of them jokes that get an applause break in the wrong place will get nothing yeah 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 Right?
2: Yeah, I, I've spoken You're about that on the on before. The podcast, yeah, um, when this I've said it before, but that doesn't matter. When I told with Sean Walsh, and he'd go out and he'd just go bang, 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 yeah. bang, and in my head, I'm like, right, I want to. My aim is to have that. Yeah, but then, my, but then, what? I, and that it did make me better because I was very ruthless with my stuff. But I, I my style, you can't do that. Like, because I watched the Milton Jones DVD, and he'd go there would be a little laugh, bigger laugh, bigger laugh, massive laugh. Yeah. Little laugh, bigger laugh. Yeah. And you have to keep doing that. Otherwise, like you say, mm-hmm. the jokes that are big laughs, if they're on the roast, they start not getting big laughs. Not getting big and laughs. They start yeah. going off. And that—that that I learned quite a lot from that. Yeah. Because you just got to—you got to write to your style, haven't you? You got to yeah. set it out to your own own style.
1: Well, like I think I think that's just a tech. It's a technical thing about um, what the audience. How much the audience is willing to accept that you're you've you're making it up, or you've written it, or that you're you you actually are manipulating them? And if I think they just, yeah, I, I think they tune in to the fact that they they would rather believe you're just coming up with this on the spur of the moment, yeah, even yeah. though they know. So yeah. you can you know that someone like Jimmy Carr's those are written gags, yeah, yeah. but you can, But if you do too many of the same ones in a row. Mm. The same style in a row. I was watching a comedian the other night who I, I will I won't, I won't say who it was, um, but just I, I really like them. I love them as a comedian. Mm. Um, but had a couple of things in the, in a row, like a pullback and reveal in a row. Yeah. And and uh, it was like uh, the, the, even me as a comedian I was going, oh, he's oh he's losing because it's it's doing the same thing. Yeah. But then it was for a purpose, and they then they did the way they did the last one. It was like ah, oh, that's so that's really, that's really clever. Yeah. The audience at the same time were feeling the same thing. They're going, oh come on. Yeah. Oh, it's letting us down now.
2: Yeah.
1: Even they were gone. Well, come on, man. Yeah. And then bam, and you can so you manipulate the audience. But as long as when you're doing one writing, doing a set of one-liners, which I haven't done to the extent that you have, um, you've got to play with their expectations, mm. and you've got to play with the length of the joke. Yeah. You've got to play the subject matter. Um, Gary Delaney is, I think, one of my favorites of that because you never quite know where the where his joke might land so yeah. you can't predict it yeah. even the ones that even the ones that he then become when he says the punchline you go oh that was that was predictable but mm. you you can't predict it because the other, the one before it wasn't at all what you thought it was going to be there yeah, so, so you wrong foot you you wrong in, foot you constantly yeah wrong foot even
2: I, in the setup yeah mm.
1: and i think comedian. i think even long form comedians do the same thing
2: mm. yeah
1: you know but you were i mean we're talking about short form jokes have you got uh, any bits? You're, you're a Mitch Hedberg fan. You must be. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mean, I love his stuff. Talking talk about not knowing, not being able to predict from the setup where, yeah. where what part of the setup is he's going to make fun of, mm. even if it's a short, really short setup.
2: No, he's brilliant. He's also someone. A lot of his stuff, I don't think anyone else could do. Like it's just in his style. He's, yeah. He very much owned it, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're. Some, I'm not good at telling other people's jokes. No. Right. You know, when someone goes, oh, oh, yeah, I go, oh, yeah, I'll do that, Mark Z-Z-Z joke And then I I'll, I'll go, oh, fuck. It. And I, because I, no, because I, you know, I want to fuck it up and you can't paraphrase them because then just go people go, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it sounds like I've ruined your joke. So I, I tend not to, tend not to remember them. So have you got any bits
2: over the years that have annoyed you that you haven't quite been able to get to work?
1: um Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I don't have a lot of I. I struggle with my confidence on things, so I, I, I kind of work to a formula. A bit if I try something, th- I try have to try something three times, and then if I can't make it work, I just I just leave it. Really, and I yeah. don't. I don't. And then sometimes you you'll have a bit where if the audience is really going with a bit, going with a routine, mm. you can do the two or three tags onto it and they'll go with it and other yeah. times you think well i'm not i'm not gonna you don't you just it. yeah and you make that call right at, at the moment yeah yeah But for the most part i tend to just cut those things out if they don't work um i'm trying to think of something i mean i i've, I've had i've had loads of uh concepts that don't work okay so like i did so in 1999 i did uh, I came on stage as a i was on stage as the audience come in and I was uh, dressed like a puppet i don 't think the audience knew that I was dressed like a puppet i just i was i was a pup and i mm-hmm. do a long i do that monologue at the beginning of like uh I was kind of taking taking the mick out of comedians at the time that was right around the start of the of the honesty shows right and because and, i' done i'd done an, an, a storytelling show. And I just thought it was really funny to do the coming out speech, to where, you, where you where you tell we have to tell the audience you're gay. I think it's more. Right. Ex- I think now um, the gay comedians don't even want to do that because it's it's not really it shouldn't be that important. Mm. But at the time there was this honesty thing, and so I was doing the monologue and I can't remember how it goes exactly, but I was like, you know, I've told my mom. I've told my dad, and like you know it's been really difficult, and I had to move out and but it's my lifestyle and i and i um and I build up the big up so i'm I'm a puppet right? and, <laughs> and, and i guess I guess the idea was you know is it's, a, it's a, it was just a bit too complex the idea is that we're all puppets really yeah the the man is the puppet master, you know yeah, whatever but yeah, yeah. so it was the first time a puppet had done a human show humans lots of humans have done puppet shows throughout the (laughs) centuries the first time a puppet in a human show it was a care so i was doing character i was doing i would go into characters Mm. the puppet would become characters like an old scottish wood cleaner that killed people and the other the different characters and then in between the puppet would discuss human attributes like i had a crying scene where um i've i admit to the audience i have never cried because i'm a puppet (laughs) and um but because you know laughter is contagious sneezing is contagious coughing is contagious maybe crying is contagious so i got the audience to lean in and try and think of the worst thing that could, that's ever happened to them and see if i can if they cry maybe i thought if you guys can make yourself really upset and cry i might be able to it might help me and one out of four times i would get i would catch the audience to actually really? convince them to make it try and do it yeah, yeah. which becomes funny because they realize <laughs> like about 30 seconds in that they're all trying to cry <laughs> that's a great concept so it never that- worked Really. Like it worked I, like it did it never went in the so, sense that so you, I can cry on cue. Like you know, like it's one of those things I trained to do. Of, yeah, uh, you know, as as an actor, it's easy. It's not a difficult like you gotta be able to do it. Yeah. Um it's really hard to do exactly on cue, mm-hmm. but I thought that would be quite funny if I and I would get to a point I would get to the point with it where you could feel the atmosphere changing where they weren't stopped it's not that they weren't enjoying it it's just that they all like i'd make eye contact with them and go come on let's really do this and then and then they'd laugh at first i go no come on let's i'm really serious mm-hmm. let's try and i really want to cry and if you guys can help me cry that would really make me feel more human and 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 then i'll get to a point would be just like on the like maybe once or twice in that whole edinburgh run where i i actually was able to, to get to a point where i started crying and then they all laughed but most of the time i had to pull the plug on it because it was started to become uncomfortable
2: really mm. wow I'd love to I'd love to have seen that so the goal was so mean, the no, goal no. was when you cry that they then laugh
1: yeah that was the that's but, what but, I thought was going to happen I'd cry and then they'd laugh hysterically and I would get upset at but
2: them. to me that's uh, like, you know
1: how I you know how I play with an audience and I get yeah, angry. It's yeah. fake anger I get, yeah. I get angry with them for laughing which makes them laugh more because it's just joke, joke, joke laughter yeah,
2: because cause to me that that's like a no, almost with an Edinburgh, show, it's like a no lose situation. Because if they laugh, great. But if they don't, it's that poignant moment in a show where you, a puppet's if they, if they buying into the fact <laughs> that you're a puppet idea,
1: with me I, dressed with my little puppety so, hat and my 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 lines drawn on my chin
2: <laughs> <laughs> didn't do that well. So did you do within that show?
1: Did you do like just gags about being a puppet? Yeah, I told tell yeah. a whole story about the about uh. What my idea of God was, I'd got. Um, I do like I. I had this whole image built up about God. God just being like all the gods were together, and God, our God, is like, God is like of, of Zeus and and you know, uh, um, all the. Um, Hindu gods. Mm. He's got the worst name, God. Like this, make fun of him. Hey, talk to God. He's like, like, he was named by primates, so God. You know? <laughs> so uh, this idea that he was already like a kind of aggro sort of guy yeah, at, yeah. at, the, at the end of the year God's party, he was one that got drunk and told people to shut up. <laughs> and then he had this party piece when he get really hammered, He's, he was able to burst himself into uh, billions and billions of co- pieces of light and color and then bring himself back together again, doesn't it would really impress everyone, except for that last one last time he did it, and, uh, he, couldn't, <laughs> and he couldn't get it back together again. Ah, and, great. and the puppet had this, so it's, that's not a comic routine, right? And yeah. it never, it was never intended to be, it, it's supposed to be weird. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be this funny image. It's supposed to make fun of people that believe in gods, mm. And it's supposed to say the universe is so vast that maybe that is that is if you take all the pieces of it and put it together, that's what it'd be. Um, I, I think it was just a bit too much for audiences at nine o'clock at night at the old the old fringe. <laughs> yeah. I probably could get away with it now at yeah. two o'clock in the afternoon in a nice little venue, mm. maybe. Mm. Maybe that's what I should do. I should come back do, do Phil Nichols' worst show ever. <laughs> great, and re, and, so would you consider and, that and, was your last show re, 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 try and re, redo that show and see if I can make it work now it with might the be skill, more Edinburgh now with the skills I have yeah, so yeah it would I mean, be way more Edinburgh now yeah people don't remember people time, don't remember mate. at the time at that time that was really unheard of yeah doing, doing like people doing character shows 99 you said that was yeah I did 96 97, 98 uh, did all characters they did monologues character monologues hmm the one in '98, I was. Mike Don uh, was I telling was, me one
2: you did about 20 characters.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, Schizophrenic. Yeah, I did Phil Nichols Schizo first. That was what. Like, 20, yeah, he 20, was 32. singing
2: that praises of Bennett. Oh, said, really? he, said right. it was, he said it was amazing.
1: All oh, right. And then I did a similar one the next year, but I had a r- really bad. I was. My wife and I were breaking up and it was horrible. Uh, so I wrote that show. That's the one that people talk about. R- wrote it, I wrote Going Up on the Train. Um People have this thing of this this weird uh, um, myth about me writing my Edinburgh award winning show on the way up on the train. That's not that's not what happened. There are two stories mixed together. It was one in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, I wrote on the way up on the train. But at the time, you could do that. Mm. You know, if you talk to any of the older guys, and and, um, you know, you would just go up to Edinburgh with an idea of shape of what you want to do. There wasn't as much pressure. There was no previews. Yeah, there was no really? there was no preview season in London. That would be like nah. Just just go up there and you do it there. Yeah. Wow. And then 1999 was the was the the doomed puppet show. I had blue hair. <laughs> I dyed my hair Did blue. Go badly yeah. then? I was I was with I was with uh, off the curb as well. They were not happy with me because they just wanted guys in suits slinging jokes, and I was like dressed <laughs> as a puppet the... with blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I, me- I remember, uh, <laughs> I know, I remember. Um, uh, Oh, what's his name? He used to host the Buzzcocks. Um Mark, mark Lamar. No. Mark Lamar, who's a friend of mine, Mark, if he's, he, you he's know, I do like Mark a lot, but he I had blue hair. And I'm in the I'm in the it's this is nineteen ninety nine. Pleasants courtyard. Mark Lamar is at the height of his fame and you know it was his hair, it's his it, slick uh, yeah. back hair, right? Um which he he obviously thought was pretty cool looking. And uh, so we're in the in Pleasant's courtyard I'm with I'm standing beside Al Murray and I think it might have been Sean Locke and Al Murray. And Mark Lamar comes out. he loved making fun of me for some I don't know why. He just I, he picked on me a lot, right? I get picked on a lot. So he walked up as I'm talking to them and he he, so he just went "What with your hair? Look at your hair. What the hell is wrong with your hair? And I just the whole time said look him in the eyes. I just stared at his hair <laughs> until he re- <laughs> and, and, and Al Murray <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> And I was it's the only because what am I going to say yeah, I've got blue hair it's, it's, it's like, like making it's fun it's of someone going, look at your hair I'm like, yeah, it's blue I know, I'm the one that did it <laughs> idiot like, and you you think yours looks cool it's like Elvis anyway it's a bit like that joke you Mark. said that
2: your mate does what's that? the joke you said your mate does at the beginning of the podcast when he said, you said he when someone like says something about someone yeah, yeah that's right oh, oh,
1: oh, that's a good one that's, that's really funny I don't know
2: Phil Nico! Woo woo! Yeah! Great stuff there. Hey, what? he was so good. I think uh, we should uh, have Nickel back. Yeah. Oh, you've been you've been wait you've been sitting on that one, haven't you? I have. That's a good one. Thanks, man. Um yeah. What did you think about the guy interviewing him? Uh Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, I was trying so, to think of another nickel joke, but I don't understand American currency. Oh, a nickel. Mm. Is that like a penny in it? I think
0: no, a half cent a is, is a penny.
2: Oh. It's not a half penny, is it? Christ, how old are you? Well, I don't mean one of those like spikes What? Uh, in a half penny, a bike? No, it's a penny farthing. <laughs> what is it? A penny a farthing, farthing. <laughs> Just going out on a half penny <laughs> See you later Oh my goodness um, be, A half penny a unicycle version of a penny farthing Yeah I know um, A half penny used to be a thing <laughs> In the UK It was called a halfpenny. What?
0: <laughs> I used right, to get pennies and, and yeah
2: yeah right. <laughs> I want to go back to bed <laughs> I think I think the listener wants to go back to bed yeah let's go let's, let's go back to bed Joel <laughs> yeah right. All right come on Mark um I hope you all enjoyed the episode Any anyway <laughs> back at jokes with Mark on social media and I'll tell you what if you thought god this is bloody good Mark got up especially for us at half nine half ten um <laughs> Let's leave him a five-star review on iTunes. that would be bloody lovely. Mm. Go I do would. that then. What's stopping you? Um, anything else, Joe? Nothing from me, Mark. No- oh no, what's our? Oh, can't remember it. Nothing from you. Nothing from me. <laughs> no, no. What's anything from you, Joe? Nothing from me. Anything from you, Mark?
0: Nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> like a wooger. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance, or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.